When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. SA, your favorite to win it all. The Boston Celtics looking pretty good right now. 4-0 to start the season after demolishing the Pacers by 51 points last night. What's your reaction to that strong start? Well, um, it was, uh, first of all, they, they're the most, I think that they're the deepest team in the Eastern Conference. I think that they're my favorites, even though I wouldn't be surprised if Milwaukee had something to say about that. But they were burying threes. If I remember correctly, they hit like 20 or 35 threes. They were draining threes all over the place. You're the inferior, you're the superior team, plus you're hitting threes. Um, I think that the, four, the conclusion was foregone. I didn't expect 155 points. That's something for Rick Carlisle and the Indiana Pacers should be thinking about. If the game was in Indiana, they should have given the folks their money back. But it was in Boston. So that's what comes with it. <laughs> All right. Hey, that laugh you hear? That's Kendrick Perkins. All right. Meanwhile, the Warriors just seem to have the Kings number. Golden State moved to 4-1 on the season after Clay Thompson hit the game-winning jumper with just over a second left. Steph continued a strong season, putting up 21, while Dre added 13-9 and nine assists. Draymond, why are the Warriors clicking so well? Last year, we had an awful team as far as chemistry goes. Um, it was pathetic. It was hard to come to work. Um, not fun, you know. Uh, and so this year you see the joy, you know, on guys' face when they come in the building. And you're like, okay, this is a group that likes being together. And I think, you know, we're, we're trying to build on that, and that'll be a big key to our season. Mm. Stephen A., any issue with Draymond's comments about team chemistry? It's hard to say because there are clips, sound bites, and I don't know if he avoided saying this. But if he brought up that point and he didn't bring up the why, well, then that would be a problem. Because when he knocked out Jordan Poole, that had a lot to do with the the, the fact that it wasn't fun to come to work. It was a house divided. And the reality is is that it wasn't divided because there was this this lack of love and respect uh, for either teammate or anything like that, especially in the case of Draymond Green. We know what he means to the Warriors. I love him personally. But even when I interviewed him on my podcast and we talked about things, you know, the reality is he knew how wrong he was to do what he did. Um, he knew why he was wrong. Um, and he knew that was something that was very, very difficult to recover from. I remember Big Perk, Draymond telling me this. And of all the things that he said, he said something that I've held on to since that interview about what transpired when he hit Jordan Poole. He said the incredulous look on the face of Steph Curry. Steph Curry, you could see a the disappointment. But he said it didn't even feel like it was towards him. Steph Curry almost felt like almost came across as if he was disappointed in himself that he didn't see the divide that existed before that incident actually happened. And if he had soared and caught it, maybe he would have been able to do something about it. He wasn't saying that in a literal sense. He was just simply saying that that was the look and that was the kind of body language he received from Steph Curry at that time. 
So just imagine you with a teammate and, you know, Draymond Green's personal life is his personal business. You know, he confided in me in terms of what happened and what led to him doing what he did. Mm -hmm. And Jordan Poole is not nearly as innocent in all of this as people may think. But in the end, the bottom line is he knows he should not have done that. That was a devastatingly wrong thing for Draymond Green to do. And it had a profound effect in a negative way on the franchise and the entire season. Our very own Bob Myers knows it, being there as president of basketball operations last year. Steve Kerr spoke to it immediately. Joe Lacob spoke to it. The whole organization knew. All I'm saying is that I don't know whether Draymond said it last night or not. But when he said what he said, I would hope that somewhere in that soundbite, he said, I was largely culpable of that. That, that that divide and that lack of chemistry and that lack of togetherness because of what I did. I didn't hear well, him say that. Well, he, he, he somewhat did. He said we. That included himself. And he's not lying, no S.A. He didn't tell one lie. And, and here's the thing, right? We look at their team right now. We look at the players that they have on this roster from last year. They basically got the same people, right? We're, we're losing a... a a few people like Andre Iguodala, my boy Iggy to retirement, and then the guy that really was causing the problems in the locker room in Jordan Poole. Like, think about this for a second. The great Kevin Garnett used to always tell Rondo and myself, he used to say, you know what, Perk, I always watch around the league to see how these young fellas are going to act once they get their letters, Right. That's when they're gonna tell you who they really are. Man, and get their money. To be, yeah, and get that. That's that's the lettuce. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the lettuce. That's the you that's and I those. know that. I'm just saying yeah. everybody don't know that. That's <laughs> well, I mean, I'm making sure the saying? American public uh, uh, knows. All right, I'm, I'm, okay, cool. But but here's the thing, right? So they get Jordan Poole out of the locker room into with they trade him out of the locker room to the Wizards. Now all of a sudden you see the cohesiveness, you see the chemistry, you see the joy. Even with Steph Curry, right? And when I think about last season, how many times did we see Steph Curry get frustrated with Jordan Poole in certain instances, with his shot selection or doing certain plays? The whole team was frustrated with Jordan Poole. So at the end of the day, yes, I'm not applauding what Draymond Green did, especially as a leader. We're talking about what he did for us knocking out or, you know, Jordan Poole. But at the end of the day, he didn't tell no lie. And you could tell the chemistry is different. You could tell they're back to playing basketball and this is it's their sanctuary. And you could tell everyone is on one accord in the same page, on the same well, page. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not disagreeing with anything that you say. But if you look at the quote where he said, quote, it was pathetic, hard to come to work. Not fun. Those things that you pointed out about Jordan Poole, as accurate as that is, it doesn't force those emotions. Not to that degree. There was something far deeper, and we all know what that deeper was. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm no, saying. And then think about this, though, right? You had Andrew Wiggins. He was dealing with his personal problems. Right. Draymond probably was dealing with some issues that you know he needed to address on his personal side. Clay Thompson was frustrated because you know he was just coming back 
off an of injury, and he was trying to prove to the world that he was back, but he was had to miss games and sit out and things to that nature. But again, they're back. And let me say this. Steph Curry, I I mean, we applaud LeBron James, but, but S.A. and Molly, the way that he has approached this season like he has something to prove has been a beautiful thing to watch. Every single game he's playing it like it's a game seven. Well, the, the, what is it, is it? Maybe that's not it at all. Maybe it's what you say. Maybe it ain't about him having something to prove. Maybe now, last year he had to carry. Now he's back to having fun. So that maybe it's just as simple as that. Maybe it's just as simple. Damn, it's fun to come to work again. It's fun to come to practice. You know, it's fun to be around these fellas in this environment. And we're seeing the, you know, the, you know, that come to fruition. We're seeing the fruits of that labor. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I don't, I, the, the, the level of aggression, the way that he's played, I saw that from him last year. What I'm seeing from Steph Curry right now, last year, I saw greatness. This year, and obviously that's not the only season I saw greatness from him, but this year, I'm seeing a brother that's having a good time. Mm-hmm. That's having a good time. That's what I'm seeing. And you know who else having a good time? <laughs> Yours truly. Watching this season. You know why? Let me explain why. Especially with the Western Conference, every single game, in my opinion, has has seemed like a playoff game because of the addition of the play-in tournament. But also, it, it seems to me is that people are taking these games more serious, and every single night they're looking at it and saying, you know what, we're not going to have regrets. We're going to make sure, because they don't have any room to 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 have faults or, or, or have, you know, these drop-offs, Molly, because when you think about yeah. the West, it is so stacked that you can lose two games and be in the play-in tournament towards the end of the season. It's a beautiful thing to watch right now. By the way, Molly, you know, yeah. they, they beat they beat Sacramento last year. Last shot, point two seconds left by Klay Thompson. Beautiful thing to see because if he gets yep. going, that's special. But I will remind everybody, it came down to that, even though Sacramento did not have De'Aaron Fox. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That makes it that, – that just piggybacking that off of West. tournament, Stephen there. A., Correct me if I'm wrong. It's soon, right? And I mean, I know it's starting, but as far oh, as oh, that's Vegas, the East, I'm talking season. about. But in, I'm talking about in the season tournament. Yeah, the in season tournament. Yeah, yeah, the in season yeah. tournament. Right? Isn't it December like seventh? Yeah, yeah, well, 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 yeah. That playoffs, the semifinals, yeah. and the finals. December 9th is the championship game. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I know you'll be out there. Yeah, for we'll that be. No, Vegas. you'll be there. We'll be there. <laughs> you'll be there. Well, you need to tell. Get ready for Vegas. Get ready for Vegas. Get those. Get those. You know. Get ready. You know how I feel about last-minute arrangements, okay, Stephen right. A? So I, know, like, I also know that you have this uncanny ability, despite your frustrations, to get over it. You'll be just fine. It's Vegas. <laughs> it's Vegas. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift Just in time for Mother's Day, whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. 
You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day's May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. Kelly says, forget playing for double OT. We're going for two and the dub. Bama's got to get a stop where their playoff hopes are over. Daniels for the win. It's gone. LSU does it. And a field rush for the ages. And a night they'll never forget in Baton Rouge. This game has always had significance in the consequence of your season. Get your mind right. Focus on this moment. This rivalry, one of the most bitterly contested in all of college football. There he is, our guy, sports betting analyst Joe Fortenbaugh joins us with his Bets Bets live from Vegas. A lot of Vegas talk this morning, Joe. It's good to see you, and your Eagles have a big one this weekend. Good luck, my friend. How are we doing? We're doing well. We're doing well, Molly. It's nice to see you as always. Stephen A., it's always a pleasure. Very excited to put some winners out there today. All right, let's do it. Let's make folks some money. Okay, the side of college game day, Tuscaloosa, where number eight Alabama will host number 14 LSU. What's the best play here? I'll be betting Alabama here laying the three. If you go back two weeks ago, Alabama was a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. It's been nothing but LSU money knocking this down to minus three. This is the buy point for me. Offense gets all the shine, but this game's coming down to defense. Alabama's top 15 in scoring defense. They have an elite pass rush, and they're going to be able to ride the crowd noise in this game. Conversely, LSU's defense has been a big problem this year. They're depleted in the secondary, which is going to open up a lot of opportunities for Jalen Milrow with the deep ball. I laid the three with the Crimson Tide. I completely, totally agree with you. I mean, LSU gave up 45 to Florida State to open the season, gave up 55 a few weeks ago to, to Ole Miss. Oh, no. I'm not going to. And you on the road? And on top of it all, you beat Alabama with the two points last year? I mean, are you kidding me? Now you got to come to Tuscaloosa. Revenge is on the mind of the tide, baby. Roll tide. We rolling with the tide. <laughs> We roll All right. At least you're consistent, Stephen A. Next up, another huge SEC matchup is number two Georgia hosts number 12 Missouri. What are we doing here, Joe? He's on one today, is he not? I got to get some of that coffee Always. that he's been drinking. Always. All right. 
So the Georgia game, let's go ahead and play the over. It's been creeping up. It's sitting 55. I think this is a high-scoring game. Georgia's averaging a casual 40 points per game this season, but everyone keeps saying, what's wrong with Georgia? They don't look great. Well, they've had two get-up games this season. They hung 50 on Kentucky and 40-plus on Florida. Nothing's wrong with Georgia. Defensively, there have been some issues. They've given up at least 20 points in four of their last five, and that's where Missouri's going to step in and handle their business. Very consistent offensively. They scored 30 or more in six straight games. I like the over in this matchup. I think it should be closer to 60 points. I'm actually going to go against you on this one, Joe. I'm not going to take the over 55. I'm going to go with the under, and I'm going to use some of your own words against you. You talked about get-up games, right? This is get-up games, right? Well, if you're going to get up for anything in this game, if you're Georgia, it's going to be to neutralize that offense of Missouri. That's what you're going to get up for. The defense is going to rise to the occasion. They're going to say, I don't give a damn what you've been doing against everybody else. That ain't happening this way. Now, we want to say over 55 because Georgia might end up dropping 45. All right, that's a different animal. I suspect it's not going to take that. I think they're going to neutralize Missouri. I'm going to take the under on this one. All right, Joe, let's focus on uh, tonight's Thursday night football match. I can't believe it's already Thursday. This week flew. It's crazy because Stephen A is not even in here in studio. It's just going by so fast. Uh, between Tennessee and Pittsburgh, what's the best play here? <laughs> this game feels like a slog. It feels like your classic Thursday night slog. I play under 37 total points. It's a low total, but for very good reason. We got a rookie quarterback in Will Levis making his second career start. He's doing it on the road in Pittsburgh against a defense that ranks eighth in efficiency. Now, meanwhile, Pittsburgh's offense has really struggled this season. 27th in offensive efficiency. They've had problems moving the ball down the field. Short week. Guys are banged up. I think Tennessee wants to lean heavily on Derrick Henry in the running game. Ultimately, we go under 37 points here. I completely agree. I don't think that Steelers will let their Tennessee offense run roughshod over them, even though I'm very pleased with Will Levis and what we saw from him, no doubt about it. The brother got an arm on him, and we get all of that part. But I think the defense will rise to the occasion and sort of at least make them look a bit normal. On the other side, offensively, the Steelers are offensive. Their offense is awful, okay? And with Mitchell Trubisky there, uh, because I don't expect this, I don't even know if Kenny Pickett's going to be available, and if Mitchell Trubisky is back in there, don't even get me started with my limit my limited expectations for their offense then so i'm gonna take the under 37 on this one as well all right joe great to see you good luck to your eagles this weekend and according to our executive producer Stephen a we'll be in vegas in december so maybe we'll see you live in studio and then again out there for the super bowl i mean that would be amazing holla at your boy you owe me a dinner you owe me a dinner you owe me a dinner joe you owe me a dinner you're paying by the way it's vegas you got the money you got the money I'm here. I'm right. <laughs> Holla at me. All right. I'm home. Be sure I'm to home. check out Joe's radio show with Carlin versus Joe today at 12 p.m. Say hi to Chris Carlin for me. Love that guy. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch 
switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with vivid seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Just so y'all know, he doesn't have to pay for his flight, so he good. But if he's taking the wife with him, how's she flying, bro? She's flying first class with you. She's not flying first class. To fly Germany, first class he got her not. coach. What? If you were a real man, you would say, hey, you take Whoa, Molly, if I was a real man? <laughs> I don't understand why she has not left him. You got something on blast, man. <laughs> How about we buy his wife a seat right next to him in Listen, first class? Stop being so damn cheap. If he buy that first class ticket, he might come out here with khakis on next Monday. <laughs> you might be right. <laughs> So we gave Dan a hard time, and look at this. He tweeted, you won, but I'm going to run up that bill at Rayo's. It's going to have a comma in it because you said you'd take him out to dinner if you did it. At first take, hashtag Germany. And I saw his wife Tiffany posted something on Instagram as well that I reposted. Here, go ahead. Go ahead, Essay. <laughs> Even. No. It, it just it, it, it touches my heart when 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 wisdom wins the order of the day. You know, Dan Orlovsky is not only one of the cheapest human beings you'll oh ever God. find in Help your me life. A camera, please. He's actually proud of it. He literally proud of it. What man do you know? Huh, Biggie? What man do you know? <laughs> will come on national television. When he got a wife at home uh-huh. and tell a national audience, mm-hmm. he flying in first class, but 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 she going to be in coach because he don't feel like picking up the bill. Yeah. Can Who I give a backstory, that? Damien, really quick? So I never get on him about the first class stuff. He's yeah. got four kids. I don't know what he has from, you know, whatever. It's a lot of money, et cetera. But I had a hard time. And that's why I got on him. And I said the whole like be a real man thing is because he was going to be in first class, and then his wife was yeah, going to be no, back in coach. And I was like, listen, Dan, if you can't afford it, at least say to her, hey, babe, you want first class, I'll go back in coach, exactly. you know, that sort of thing. So right. that's why I took issue with it. Right. So he got the two tickets. I just, love, was- I just love how Molly needs to explain all of that as if I never told Dan Olavsky <laughs> that. I've been telling him that for two years, two years, and he wouldn't listen. And yeah. guess what? I'm going to treat him and his wife. To Rayo's. I'm going to pick up the tab, no matter how much it costs, and I'm going to be very, very proud to do so. You know what? My, 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 my brother from another mother, he has listened. He has learned. He has elevated his level of knowledge Has and wisdom. Listened? Happy wife. Happy wife. Happy life. And I'm not married, and even I know that. Yeah. Well, listen, I don't. I wouldn't want to sleep with one eye, one eye open. So I like, nah, nah, bro. I couldn't even. I couldn't what even pretend to get away. What would your wife say if you were that's like, a, hey, that's a black I'm thing, Molly. Be, oh, it's a little different. It's a little different. It's a little different. It's like cultural. He now we get. We get cultural class. now, like. 
And my, my, my wife? Oh, my gosh. Like You could never be in first class. And I'm in coach? Absolutely not. My no. wife would look at me crazy. Mm. Like, no, a, black woman, like a, a black woman, Molly, would get up and grab you by your damn ear and put you in coach. And they take themselves to first That's class. They, and, and then after that, and then after that, would put you on punishment for about a month. And we know what I'm talking about. Let's move on. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Thanks move for on. that education, Stephen. I hate it here. Oh, my God. Believe it or not, Josh Allen and Joe Burrow have only faced off one time. It was the divisional round last season, and it was all Bengals. To some, the Bills have underperformed this season, coming into this game at 5-3, and three, while Cincy's red-hot winners of three straight after a slow start. Essay, which team would make a bigger statement with a win? Do you think it's the Bills or the Bengals? I think it would be the Bengals personally. I think it's the Bengals saying that we're coming. I think it's the Bengals saying, excuse me, you know who the hell we are? You must have forgot. I think it's Joe Burrow and Chase and Higgins and Boyd and Mixon and these brothers reminding people, excuse me, we are those dudes. We are the Cincinnati Bengals. The hell you think this is? Y'all forgot? Talk about Miami and Buffalo and and Baltimore and even Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville now that they decided to be relevant. Nah, they ain't us. That's the statement. That's what I feel. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. I I just think that the Bills over the past couple weeks have been reeling. They struggled against, like, the New York Giants. You know, we talk about these defensive injuries. And I think just looking thing, looking at things from, you know, 10,000 feet, we've been saying now, like, is the Bills window closing? Mm-hmm. Like, like, that's the question that we talk about as it relates to this iteration of the Buffalo Bills. Or is their window closing right now? And I think going up against, the, you know, a Cincinnati Bengals team that last time we saw these two teams play in the playoffs, I mean, they stumped a hole in Buffalo, up in Buffalo in the playoffs. So... I think right now, Buffalo needs a game. Buffalo needs one of those type of performances that kind of reinvigorates them, gets them more confidence because between Josh Allen's shoulder, the defensive injuries, everything kind of going on with Buffalo, they need a statement-type game against a team like Cincinnati who's coming in red hot right now. You know, normally, Bishop, you and I – See, we weren't. See, we came into the show saying we weren't going to be for anything like that. No, 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 no. We're going to keep the church together. But shockingly, I'm going to have to agree with Stephen. I think it's the Bengals, based off of the fact of how they started the season. Um, You know, looking at Joe Burrow, he appears to be back, but the Bills have been. The standard, for the most part, in the AFC East, they've been the standard in their division. And Josh Allen, the the talent that he is, the Superman that he is, the Samson, like as long as he's good, as long as we don't try to curtail what he is great at, which is the, the crazy place, he's like a wild stallion, right? He can win the game with his arm and his legs. I think the Bengals are a team where we've been waiting to see, like, are they back back? Personally, they go, they face the Bills and they beat them. Then there's no doubt to me, like, okay, they they are they're a team that we still have to look at. Right now, they're, they're last in their division. They're on the cusp. Like, if you look at the playoffs seedings right now, if, this, if the playoffs are today, they would just miss the playoffs. The Bills are a team that we think, okay, they got the quarterback. Are they, is this the year? And I think if the Bengals are able to shut them down, I think then there's no doubt that, that Cincinnati is a team to be reckoned with. 
Bills do need to show us something, though. They, yeah. need, they, 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 yeah, they do they need do. to show us something, though. They really, yeah. really do. I mean, because uh, Miami, even when they struggle, they still let you know they're not going away because they're so explosive when they're clicking. With the, with the Buffalo Bills, you know what? You, you've, got, you've got to make sure, again, once upon a time we were talking about Mahomes and Josh Allen. Now we're talking about Burrow, talking about Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. talking about Tua. Yep. Okay, and we ain't even bring up Trevor Lawrence yet. They're gonna have to do something. Josh Allen's gonna have to do something to remind folks who the hell he is, too. Yeah, that defense. Their defense needs to do something. Which well, that's the problem. That's the problem. Is talking about the Bills' defense yeah. with all the injuries that they have. Yeah. Which quarterback do you feel like balls out more? If I had to pick, start my franchise today. As much as I love Josh Allen, it'd be Joe Burrow. Um, there's just something, it's that quiet killer. Like, he almost, not that he reminds me of myself, Damien, but, you know, he just steps in a room. He just, you know, Joe, he's just an average-looking average looking guy, right? He just steps in there very quiet, doesn't have to say much. Well, you're but, not average. Oh, no, 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 I'm not. One thing I'm not is not average. I will never be average. But Joe Burrow, when he walks in a room, he sits there and he looks all nonchalant, and he'll say stuff like, as long as I'm playing, that's the window for winning Super Bowl. Like, my career is the window. Like, he is just so cool. Like, it's a, a quiet killer, like a quiet assassin. And I feel like when I'm on first take and when I'm on get up, like, I'm talking to you guys, and all of a sudden, Damien will be like, ooh, what, what just got me? Like, oh, like, like, oh. Yeah, I know that. Kimberly I know that feeling. shot me in the neck. No, I, I wasn't know. expecting that from her. Because I, 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 no. I just... <laughs> I, look I mean, like it, it's gonna... called it, it's called it's called impact. I, I recognize it every day. I mean, I understand. You know, I mean, you're absolutely right. Remember what Martin Lawrence said with the, with the sitcom Biggie. Remember what he said, Biggie. I had those same good. Fe- I had those same good feelings. Remember that? Remember that? <laughs> yeah. We say it. You know, say that episode is hilarious. You know, see. But that, but that, that's what that's what I was thinking about when Tim, when Kimberly brought up Joe Burrow. I was like, I had those same good feelings, baby. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. that's how I felt about it. At the end of the day, you know, Joe Burrow is just. That dude, that it doesn't matter which quarterback you put in front of him, what yeah. adverse circumstances you put in front of him, barring health issues, you get no impression whatsoever that he can't take somebody out. He's letting you know every time he walks into a stadium, you know, you got you got to deal with me. And Josh Allen has to do that more consistently, too. So he has to do. Yeah. You know who I'm taking? Oh. Lamar. Oh. Lamar. Talk to me. Yeah, like they not even they not even all the way turned up yet in Baltimore mm-hmm. offense. They haven't turned the volume up yet. You can make the well, case. They ain't gonna Bal- be. Yeah, they, you, 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 they're the best in the AFC. Yes. Yeah. Really. Yes. Baltimore. You can make the case. Baltimore gave away two games. They should be. Undefeated. They should be undefeated. They should be undefeated right now. Like this, if this passing game really. If they play like they offensively, like they played against the Detroit Lions. I think that that team right there will come out of the AFC. Hey, Damien, who did I pick to win the Super Bowl preseason? Who did I pick? Baltimore. I did. I yep. Did. Yep. That's because wow. she spent so much time there. She probably got a crib there. <laughs> I, that, I thought that was Cleveland. It's Cleveland. So it's you don't even Cleveland. know me. You don't even know. You don't like even that. know me. Yeah. Maybe I just, you came I guess, to New York I guess I'm thinking. I guess I guess I'm thinking. I guess I'm thinking like that because I saw her in a purple outfit chilling in Baltimore a few weeks ago. I guess that's why. That I is true. That, my bad. that is true. I was not right. I, I was I blind. I didn't see you in Baltimore. I mean, I'm making that up. 
I'm making that up. I was not wearing I, purple. They, they in didn't see you paying those tolls driving down I-95. <laughs> they didn't I got see that. Out the way, so I wouldn't wear it in Baltimore. Okay. Yeah, she's unbiased reporter. Like, we'll get your life together. Guys. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. I mean, take a look at this slate. Can we just marinate on that one, folks? I think it's our best yet. Am I right? It's, yeah. It's yeah, for yeah, sure. This yeah. is definitely the best slate. All right, so time. first we got no the doubt. Dolphins and the Chiefs in Germany, 9.30 a.m. Dan Orlovsky is already on the way with his wife Tiffany in first class, in case you're wondering. Next up is the Seahawks taking on the Ravens. Kimberly, um, you're not going to be covering that one, right? I will not be covering Okay, just checking. In a, pur- <laughs> in a, pur- in a purple dress. Um, and then we have the division rivals, Philadelphia, taking on Dallas and the nightcap between the Bengals and the Bills. Stephen A., which team would send the biggest message? Because I know you like provocative, interesting, and impactful messages with a well, win. Obviously, uh, it's, it's what I do every day, so of course I would. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would tell you, you however, I would, I would, I would, of course, if you ain't having an impact, what purpose do you serve? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. You know, but I will tell you this. Seattle Seahawks, um, they're in first place. The San Francisco 49ers are nosediving. We're looking at Geno Smith right now. We're looking at a defense that's been the stingiest in the NFL since week four, averaging about 12 and a half points surrendering per game after giving up 29 a game the first three weeks. So we got to take that into consideration. Okay? And we got to look at the fact that they just picked up Williams via trade. And you've got a situation right now. You're getting ready to go up against Lamar Jackson. you got to make some noise. Now, keep in mind that the Baltimore Ravens, obviously, when they really tight man coverage, they get all up in you. That's where Geno Smith is at his worth. He's only averaged like 3.6 yards of pass completion when, when you know, against man coverage, tight man coverage like that, right, which is like 
36. What is it? I got it. I wrote it. I wrote it down here. It's like 36 uh, uh, last among the 36 qualifying quarterbacks in that category. So we got to think about all of that. If Geno Smith goes out against Lamar Jackson and against this Baltimore Ravens defense that is one of the elite in football, number one in scoring defense, number one in defense, number two in defense, something along those lines, you look at it from that perspective. And Lamar Jackson on the other side of the ball and Geno Smith goes up against Baltimore and handles his business with the way San Francisco is looking, Minnesota having lost Kirk Cousins, the Dallas Cowboys and the Eagles going up against each other so somebody is going to fall. Hey, I got to tell you, I got to look at Geno Smith in Seattle, and I would say that would send the biggest message if they beat Baltimore. Okay, okay. You said you took up all the oxygen in that studio. When all, Here's all you need to know. Monday, if the Dallas Cowboys beat the Eagles, who are we leading the show with? Who are we leading the it show with? Are we going to be talking question. about the Seahawks? It has Wait, nothing first. to do with the nope, question. No, no, no. This no, is television. No, no. That's the I, football field. It's two different professions. I don't know. I mean, do you remember that? Do you remember that? You understand? Do you remember that? I'll answer answer your question, Kimberly. We'll be leading it with Dallas Cowboys, uh, in case you were wondering. Okay. So when you talk about why why are we going to be talking about the Cowboys on Monday? Because the Dallas Cowboys would have gone into Philly and beaten the best team in the NFC right now. Even Stephen A., I believe you did your Stephen A.'s list this week, and the list, the list is fluid. The list is fluid. But I do believe the Eagles are atop that list, right? Yes. Right. Oh, gosh, wow. So, so if Dallas were to go to Philly and beat the team that's number one on your own list, you mean to tell me that that wouldn't be the biggest statement of the weekend? What if the Philadelphia Eagles uh, blow out the Cowboys? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We'd still lead with it. That's my point. We're going to lead with it because it's television. And you got these nauseated, disgusting fans that clamor to the TV more than any other fan base. So that is why we would do it. You know what I'm saying? Now, I think I would know a little bit, a little bit something about television and ratings. I mean, we've been number one Uh, for 12 years. I would know know something about that. You understand what I'm saying? Go ahead. You understand? I see you walking around. I see you walking around with jeans, sweaters, and and, and sneakers normally, but you roll up on first take and look at you. Glamour. Because because you understand it's yeah. a different level. You understand yeah. it's a different yeah. level. And that's all I'm trying to say to you is that that doesn't have anything to do with this question. What we're going to yeah. lead the show with, that's irrelevant. That doesn't mean that's the biggest message sent. Yes, it, no. It doesn't determine all, the order it, of the rundown. First of all, first of all, it's one point. But when you look at the Dallas Cowboys, what are we what are we always waiting to see from the Cowboys? Can they beat the best teams in their division? It's not about how you stack up against the Washington Commanders or how you stack up. It's about how you stack up against the 49ers, the Eagles, the Seahawks, all the best teams in the NFC. So if they were to go to the best team in that divi- in that conference and beat them, that 100 100- we're talking about Dak, we're talking about the the Cowboys in a different light than if they were to lose. That's and I'm point. saying no matter what the outcome is, we'd still talk about them first. So I'm saying. Huh? Go ahead, Biggie. Bishop, yeah, let me Bishop. let me let me listen, I know I know we say we weren't gonna beef, but we got beef. But right we now. got beef. We got beef right okay. now. Okay. I think your point would be more valid if, if the Dallas Cowboys are playing the San Francisco 49ers again because of, you know, if, the, the way they've been getting their butts kicked against the San Francisco 49ers, I think that would be a valid point. But I'm rolling with the, the Seattle Seahawks as well. Think about this. 
They're playing a team from the Pacific Northwest traveling all the way across the country to the East Coast, playing in the 1 o'clock hour, the 1 o'clock window. You know, that's that's, that's tough for those West Coast teams, especially up Seattle going and playing 1 o'clock in Baltimore. Remember, last time we saw Baltimore – when they're playing it against the Detroit Lions, where we were kind of talking up the Lions at that time, and what happened? Lamar Jackson and company kicked their teeth in yeah. in Baltimore. Couldn't do anything wrong against a very good Detroit Lions team. Mm-hmm. And so we don't really talk about the Seattle Seahawks that much, but they're quietly leading the NFC West. Mm-hmm. And I think a game, you go out there and you win a game against the Baltimore Ravens, who, by the way, we talked, we talked about this on Get Up. They easily could be undefeated mm-hmm. if you if you really think about it. And you and you're Geno, and you go out there and you beat Lamar Jackson at his place, and you don't think that that's, that would be big time for that program. I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks. I'm disappointing you, Biggie. I thought we had I thought we had an understanding no. that we that we were going to lead this this first take congregation. No, we we good. Them the life, but you want to agree with Stephen A. That's that's a little disappointing, especially when you and I talk every week about the Cowboys and Dak and you're like, "I want to see the Cowboys. I need to see them beat I the do. Okay. I do. So I do. So if they were to go and beat the best team in the NFC, but didn't that's Ste- not a good enough statement. But didn't Stephen A. Stephen A. said early in the show. I don't. Had, I wasn't. Had, oh, you were listening. I was not. You were listening. Stephen A. said early in the show. Cowboys, they've beaten the Philadelphia Eagles. It's not like it's not like this 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 did rivalry. They, did did been, they do it with J- it, when Jalen Hurst was on field? Did they do it with it? No, but I'm oh. saying they beat the they beat the they beat the yeah. Philadelphia Eagles. I'm just and, saying I'm just saying the Seattle Seahawks. I think they're a good team. Yes, but I think going into Baltimore will elevate them to a whole different level. Where we're going to be now, we're going to be forced to talk about them. Okay, are they the best team in the NFC? If they go into Baltimore and beat Baltimore, that's what we're talking about here. Who do you have winning the NFC? Um, Philly. Oh, okay. Philly. Who would you have right now, Kimberly? Philly. Philly too. Mm -hmm. Right now, Stephen. I started off with Philly, but I have my trepidation based on what I've seen. So, who would you lean at? Lean towards? I haven't decided yet. List is fluid. Oh, oh, my goodness. That's not TV. Thanks for educating us on TV. Maybe you could let us know when the show ends. So that yeah, be, what that'd you be good. think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I, I have to admit to you, I mean, I'm pretty focused on how good I'm looking this morning. <laughs> you know what? I mean, you're suited. You're suited. You're I'm a bit distracted at how smooth I'm looking this morning and the fact that, and it just shows, it just shows, it just shows the hatred, hatred, you because try, you won't give me love. I'm and he won't stop talking. Could you stop talking for one so I could compliment you? Does the pocket square have a stripe? Yes. I like it. I and like if you that. tell me, and if you tell me to stop talking one more time, <laughs> I'm going to wait <laughs> until you pick up the phone to call me and watch no, what I do you. when you have these conversations. <laughs> watch what I do the next time you call me. I'm never as much call as you again. talk. And go, I'm hey, 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 hey I'm gonna, it's going to be all right. It's gonna be all right. We know you're lying. You can't help it. I called you too early in the morning. You can't help it. Listen, I, we, things need to be handled sometimes. They need to be addressed immediately. You need to really get stuff done. Are you on national, are you on national television lying? Are you on national television lying that you only call me when there's stuff to handle? You don't call me just to vent. Really? Never. Really? Never. 
to do with this, you know, Molly. You know that, right? I know, but I need to speak. <laughs> oh, Thursday night football. Stephen A., you start us off. Who you got? Titan Steelers. You're Steelers. I'm going to say Steelers. the Steelers because I think the Steelers will find a, I think the Steelers defense will find a way to pull this out. Not because I believe in anything involving them offensively. Okay. I'm going to say Steelers too, but begrudgingly. We're going tight. Oh, Titan. look at you. Cold blood. No. Get a jacket. In the morning. Goodbye. I don't like it. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.